Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for All You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I gotta introduce you to the other leaders of the group. After growing his hair out the past year, I couldn't believe it. That he took some scissors and did a snip, snip. Oh no. But when I saw his new cut, I swear oh, no. that my heart skipped a beat. Oh. It's Alan Mark. How you doing, man? Oh no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> In spite of, of that introduction, I'm good. Thank you. Glad to hear. Okay. And, of course, rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. His quick-witted humor hits you like Ponzona, slow and hard. But a week is always too long not to hear his jokes, so I'm always wondering, when can we talk again? It's Steven. Hello, guys. (laughs) I was going to make a talk again joke, but uh, you said it first. So I'm not quick-witted enough to think of something else. Nope, you're slow-witted, yeah. just like the Ponzona. See, see, there's le- there's uh, layers, there's levels. But how 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 uh, how are you? How is everyone well, doing? Oh wait, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that intro. Yeah, uh, you. Uh, I had to look at the track the list first. <laughs> <laughs> first off. Um, <laughs> Intro, colon, crown. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys? Intro, colon, crown. <laughs> Hello, period. <laughs> I, I'm like slowly, and by slowly, I mean all I have to do is like build all my PC parts, but I'm going to have like the final recording uh, configuration set. I already mounted like my monitors. Um, I installed the... Um, or I, I, I like got my mice or my mouse and keyboard ready to go. Got my microphone ready to go. Uh, obviously, it's you guys can see I'm in the closet right now. But yeah, soon hopefully we can do some live streamed, mm. broadcasted uh, recordings. I think that'll be fun. So maybe we can see if we can get some traction, and then we could probably, I don't know, answer some questions mm. live on air. That'd be kind of fun. But yeah, that's how I've been doing. Cool. Um, yeah, everyone else been doing good. Nothing new. Nothing crazy. Yeah. yeah. Not much. Spring is in the air. Yeah, not too much. Uh, shout out to Brave Girls. Uh, just killing all those charts and oh, yeah. getting those music wins. That's awesome. Three yeah, or shout, four years shout later. Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. So, as you guys know, each week... Our musical chefs whip up a brand new set of dishes, some treats to devour in between the meals. So, we'll let you know all about that in our segment, Stephen Specials of the Week. Yes. So this week, uh, mostly some soloist releases that I'm going to talk about. Um, and actually, will be the first release came out on Tuesday this week. But before I mention that one, I'm going to give a quick shout out to Monday and her vocals on After School (laughs) Weekly's latest comeback, which is really good. Okay. (laughs) But um, what what day of the week did that release? Oh, I think it it was a Wednesday. Yeah, it's Ah, a Wednesday. 
Uh, missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, getting into this week, the Tuesday release is a solo debut of Sorn from CTLC. She released a song called Run, written by Candice Nicole Sosa, whom you might know uh, from her work on some BTS songs like I'm Fine and Jungkook's solo Euphoria. And she also wrote a song called Sage by a group that's having a comeback soon, uh, Only One Of. So uh, (laughs) check that out. Check out the video also. It's a very like nice calming video with some alpacas in it. Um, Then going to Wednesday, uh, another soloist from a, a girl group. It's Soyeon from Tiara. She's releasing a song called Interview. She made her solo debut earlier this year. So this is her second single. And uh, I couldn't find too much info about this, just that she's releasing some music. So good luck to her and go check that out too. Uh, Same day, Kangta from H.O.T. is released uh, a song called Freezing, part of a project to celebrate his 25th anniversary since his debut, which is this year. Yeah. So this is the first of four releases. Uh, The next ones are going to be in June, September, and December. So a full year. And I think his last, like, song that he wrote and released was, like, 2016. So, or, like, yeah, it's been a while, but he's coming out with four songs all this year. And then uh, a big release on Thursday is, of course, I use Lilac album, um, first full studio album since Palette in 2017. This album has Celebrity on it, which already came out uh, January. And, and, you know, that did really well on all the, all the charts in Korea. Uh, won't talk too much about it right now, but something I want to mention is that uh, IU, she wrote all the lyrics for the songs, but she didn't do, she's not, was, she wasn't like involved in the the songwriting or the composition. Um, And that was like a point that a lot of the interviews uh, like talked about. So it's kind of interesting. And there's some features from Dean and Chanyok from Akmu on this. So that's exciting. Uh, And lastly, on Friday, another release from that uh, project I mentioned a maybe a couple weeks ago, of groups doing songs from the 90s. The project's called Rewind Blossom. This one is by Eyes One, Wan Stein, Ha Sung Woon from Hot Shot, and Park Moonchi from CVSC. Um, they're all on this one track called 3-4, which is a remake of a track called, or from a group called Ru. Ra or Rula, um, a co-ed group that debuted in 1994 with an album called Roots of Reggae. And the song that they're remaking is from 96. If you don't know this group, you might know one of the members, Lee Sangmin, who's on like Knowing Bros. And he's all over variety shows like The Genius. um, The Genius. And like The God of Music too, which was this really, really interesting show. In terms of format, this kind of a reality show, mockumentary, and I really liked it. Uh, but it wasn't. It was. I don't know if it was, was very popular. But yeah, the song, uh, one of Eyes One's, I guess, 
final releases before the end of April. But yeah, that's this week's specials. Thanks, Stephen. All right. I know you've been waiting for this segment of our episode. It's the most exciting, especially since we're doing a brand new, well, you know, recently debuted group. So I'm going to throw it over to our own Encyclopedia Pink to give us the rundown on this week's episode. Yes, hello. We are here to discuss Purple Kiss, a newly debuted group, as Chuck mentioned. So let's just get right into it. So Purple Kiss is a seven-member K-pop girl group managed by RBW Entertainment. Six years after RBW's last girl group debut, Mama Moo. Uh, so they consist of members Park Ji-yoon, Na Goen, Dosi, Ire, Yuki, Chein, and Swan. So after releasing two pre-debut singles, My Heart Skip a Beat in November 26, uh, 2020, and Can We Talk Again on February 3rd, 2021, Purple Kiss officially debuted on March 15th, 2021, with the mini album Into Violet and the title track Ponsonia. There Supposed to be a tilde on there, I think. But Ponsonia uh, is Spanish for poison or venom. Uh, yeah. So since it is a fresh debut, there's not a lot of uh, history for me to go on. But I did find some uh, interesting facts about some of the members and um, their uh, and how they sort of contributed as well to this album. So um, first... Uh, what sort of stands this group out is how involved they were with the creative process on uh, Into Violet. So except for the intro song, uh, every member has at least one writing or lyric credit on this album. Um, so Yuki, the main rapper, she wrote every rap on each of this, on all of the songs. Uh, three of the songs are actually part of their trainee evaluations before they even debuted. Ponsonia, Skip Skip, and Period. So that's a really cool fact. Um, so Ponsonia, lyrics by Goan, Yuki, and Swan. Music by Goan and Swan. Uh, and yeah, this was never intended to be a title track because it was a rookie, or not rookie, but trainee evaluation song. But I guess RBW liked it so much that they went with it. Uh, Can We Talk Again was lyrics by Yuki. Well, rapping, of course, all of by Yuki. Uh, and Chayin, and the music was written by Chayin as well. Uh, skip Skip, uh, lyrics along uh, Yuki along with Goan, music by Goan and Chayin. Uh, My Heart Skip a Beat. Uh, so that one was actually choreographed by Dosi, Ire, and Chayin, which made me think, I don't know if they contributed to choreography on any of the other uh, tracks like Ponsonia, but possibly. Um, and then Period. Uh, all the members wrote the lyrics and co-composed that song as well. So they were heavily involved with the entire process of this album, which was really cool. And then, yeah, so I mentioned it's not that much history, but some member trivia notes. Uh, Park Jian uh, participated in Produce 48, uh, which is the show that gave us Eyes One. Right? And then... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then she ranked 80th... Uh, Na Goan uh, participated in for- Produce 48 as well, ranking 29th. 
And uh, this, since this is also a Stan Luna podcast, uh, she was classmates with Kim Lip and Chu at Han Lim. So, yeah, that was cool. Uh, so, Dosi is the longest trainee out of the Purple Kiss members joining RBW in 2016. And she's also really cool because she likes Kehlani and Hone. So, that's cool. Um, Ira and Cheyenne were both former YG trainees. Uh, Yuki is the only foreign member of the group. Uh, she's Japanese, which makes, you know, actually her writing all of her raps even that much more impressive. And Swan, the Makne, uh, she lived in the Philippines uh, for a little bit and she can speak English. So there you go. Cool. Wow. Oh, wow. I didn't, I knew a little bit about like the uh, writing and like I was looking at the credits, but I didn't know that. The members choreographed too, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, just you re- repeating that uh, kind of reinforced what I got from this. Like my final thoughts on this group, like which I'll probably, which I'll say at the end. But yeah, that they're, they're just from that they're very impressive. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, you got seven tracks to go through. Um, hopefully, we can get this episode uh, <laughs> under two hours. But we'll try. We'll try. Uh, every time we say that we're going to go under two hours, it's going to go way over that. So I wouldn't be surprised if for some reason um, the game lasts like 45 minutes. <laughs> I anyway. Want, I wonder if people listen to each episode see the time be like two hours. Oh, yeah. Are they still doing these dumb games? <laughs> yes, we are, people. Yeah. We, we, we are, are definitely doing these stop. Stop. <laughs> With slideshows that they never see. <laughs> uh, that's I'm funny really you mentioned that. Post those. Uh, yeah, I, funny. I can make them public. <laughs> okay. it, it's funny you mentioned that because I have a slideshow. A mini one. What? For today. <laughs> Just a mini one for today. Just an in, in, informational slideshow. Okay. Um, All right. And to okay. reference. Anyway, that's, that's going to be after the break. So we got to get at least uh, get it going with some of the songs on this album. So. As Alan Mark said, this is the official debut. Um, was released just a week or two ago, and so we had a little bit of time to uh, marinate with it. Some less than others. I'm pointing at myself, <laughs> but we'll still have a great uh, discussion because I, I, I can. Uh, as Stephen was alluding to, uh, it's very impressive. The uh, very first uh, release of this group and so i'm excited to get into it um but i did um want to ask you guys if you how if you had any notes for at least the intro uh first track of the uh album entitled intro space colon space crown (laughs) steven looks very excited (laughs) yeah i i i i loved it first off just yes I, I, i was i was hoping you guys would have notes because man it's not just any other intro it's like it it was a song that well at first at first listen uh steven i know you you are the one who references um k-pop actual k-pop songs <laughs> and groups which i feel like i should be when trying to compare it. but i'm hoping i can be the at least bridge to the uh, american audience and try to find some similarities there and i'm, I'm pretty sure you guys caught it right off the bat i this this intro was like a hundred percent sounding like Billie Eilish yep, to me. I wrote that down too. Okay, good, thank you. Um, 
I I couldn't think of the exact song, but it's because Billie Eilish likes to go. Um, she does a lot of melancholy type music, but at the same time, she does that creepy shit. And um, <laughs> this this was like a little bit of both, uh, which is obviously a Billie Eilish trademark. But I I was getting more of the bad guy uh, version of Billie Eilish where she's like really creepy. I forget the name of the song. Um, I think bury, something about burying your friends. Um, but the music video where like black blood is coming out of her eyes. Anyway, I digress. But I I thought this was... I, I, I mean, I, I felt like Billie Eilish, but also it didn't sound like Billie Eilish. And I was really excited that they started the the album this way because it really set the tone mm-hmm. for at least Ponzonia and just kind of um, some of the other tracks and gave me in those quick 40 seconds uh, a great idea of who this group is, what what kind of sound they're going to produce. And it, it, it was just, I wanted more, so to, like basically. And it just, I, I was... I felt robbed that it was only a uh, forty seconds long. Um, Stephen, it felt like you uh, you were super stoked to talk about oh, this song. What, what else? What, what did you think? Yeah. Uh, when I first listened to this, it was it was one of my like passive listens to the album. But I mean, when it got to the the part with the drums that when it kicked in, like I. My mouth was just like agape, and I was like, <laughs> just I was, I, I was not expecting it at all. I loved how it sounded. I loved Swan's delivery on this, just her her sound on the song, um, and I completely agree about them setting the tone for the album. But after listening to the album, I also felt like they were setting their objective and like letting us know that they are going for the crown and like just going for the top like and I love I like thinking that that's their goal uh I mean again they are an impressive group so yeah Yeah. I I um we'll we'll get into it more but I I did not get a sense that this was a just a recently debuted group like it it felt like there was a at least with this intro track it felt like there was um a veteran presence right off the bat and like the, like the like what Stephen was saying um, about how Alan Mark was saying <laughs> uh, how a lot of this album is they they had a hand in it's just unbelievable that they're already uh, hit, like coming out of the gate with such a such a great song so um, yeah yeah I mean it's funny because you meant, it's funny you mentioned that because this is the only song that doesn't have any of the members with songwriting yeah. credits on it but I think. It's a testament to RBW sort of knowing what they're doing with this group because they're like, oh, we have these songs set for them. Let's create something that is fitting with their aesthetic or their concept. And I think this, I mean, setting the tone, I don't want to keep saying it, but yeah. Uh, and I think, I mean, Stephen, you mentioned that like you love Swan's delivery. Definitely. Like I'm happy that she was able to get the intro just for herself. Um, not only because, you know, she's the one that, can speak English, uh, and this is an entirely English introduction. But uh, she actually missed like the 2020 promotions for my Hard Skip a Beat because of uh, I think health issues. So I'm happy that she was able to shine here, especially because she is such a talent. So 
It's really exciting. Like this is such a great start. And uh, the moment I heard it, I knew I was excited to hear the rest of the album. Yeah. Wait, oh, didn't Swan, I was reading she recorded like the guide tracks for Snapping, Snapping. by Chung. Yeah. yeah. And like that came out like two years ago and she must have been like in high school. <laughs> like, just, yeah. I mean, she's still, yeah. she's. Oh yeah, she's, she's like, still, she's like 17, 18. 17, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 uh, yeah, she wrote it or she sung it when she was uh, 12, I guess. <laughs> she was just the newborn baby. Oh, one thing I also really liked about this, just at, I think the vocal mixing was really good. Um, mm, yeah. Like, I think they were just even singing in in unison, but uh, or the vocals were, at, I don't know if there were, there were harmonies, but like it sounded like there was two people <laughs> at the, to the left and right of me. And then at the end, they, they played it down the center, which was, I really liked that. It was just really cool uh, effect. Awesome. I love how okay. much time we're spending on a 40 second song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, I have to, yeah, I gotta mention everything. I, 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 we needed to shout out this song. It was just so good. It was it's so unexpected. Uh, I, I thought it was just going to be, you know, like radio frequency, like some some a rocket mm-hmm. ship taking off, you know, the, you know, uh, the typical intros we hear. But this was, this was like straight up a tease to what I feel like could be a full-fledged song. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a full-fledged song, though, is <laughs> the lead single of this album. I mean, there was a pre-debut release, as Alan Marks said, with My Heart Skip a Beat. So you're, you've probably listened to that already, audience, um, assuming that it's uh, mega mega fans only listening to this podcast, not newbies. Um, but the lead single is... As mentioned, pan panzonia. Is it that that you say the enye is on the second end? Yeah, that'd be weird yeah, if yeah. it was on the first end. Yeah, yeah. Pan panzonia. Panzonia. Anyway, panzonia, which um, Alan Mark mentioned, uh, translated is poison. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw it to you, Alan Mark, to kind of kick our conversation off on our lead single. Um, because for sure, I have thoughts about the song itself. But um, I'm finding, as we've noticed through our tons of our episodes, that I'm looking more forward to talking about the music video because mm-hmm. I, I have a lot more thoughts about that. So uh, yeah. I'll kick it off with you, Alan Mark. Yeah, so here is a dark concept so uh i'm kind of being honest here where uh not necessarily i was unimpressed but sort of like oh this feels like an expected single coming like nowadays i feel like there's a lot of dark concepts coming out this sort of gave me vibes of like idols dark concept stuff like qua or oh my god but then i also had to like sort of recenter my thing and be like wait a minute this is a debut also so it's like <laughs> the fact that a song of this uh sort of with this much polish to it it feels it's like oh wait this is like the first actual single coming from this group so i had to recalibrate and like i i'm still super impressed with everything about it especially after finding out that a bunch of members wrote it 
uh, even more so when I found out they wrote it during their trainee days. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but there's definitely elements of this that is very familiar already. But I still really like the song, and there are definitely elements of it that I really enjoy and um, think are really good. Yeah, I think I thought、oh, yeah. this song、um, really flowed well、um, between each of its elements. I I thought because、um, usually like the mo of K-pop songs is let's do like genre let's let's mix a bunch of genres or like let's Let's take you out like from the chorus so that you can come back. Like let's pull you back and forth. But the thing I liked about this song that it it it, it felt cohesive. In、um, I mean, obviously there'd be like certain breaks for like the rap sections and stuff like that. But、um, that's to be expected with K-pop songs. But I I felt a sense of、um, without even seeing because I I listened to the song first, then I did the music video and. The music video put into,、um, in, in, into like it, it, it kind of reinforced everything I was already thinking about this song. It's just it, it had a, a very、um, like eerie, like haunting vibe to it, especially with that violin, that with like that kind of、um, uh, how do how do I describe it? Yeah, it's 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 I don't know which、uh, country. I want to reference, but a certain like musical style, music classical style, is what it was、um, reminding me of, and it it usually that that has more like you know the minor chords, more、um, yeah, the more uh, haunting uh, strings.、Um, but yeah, I I I, ha- I have to agree with you, Alan Mark. It it didn't sound like. It didn't sound like revolutionary. Didn't sound new. But then I I had to also do the same thing and remind myself that oh I'm putting this group in in such high regards and that speaks a lot to、um, the polish that they already have. And so、um, I did not re-listen to it because I don't want to treat them as trainees because clearly they're professionals. As trainees, and so、um, I'm gonna say that they need a lot of work.、Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs>、um, but no, yeah, I,、um, I, I will say that this is not my favorite song off the album.、Uh, I'll let you guys guess what that is. It's been a while since we played that game, but it's definitely a sign of what's to come, and I'm excited for what's coming. So,、uh, Stephen, what what about you? Did you、uh, are there any、uh, specific parts you wanted to call out? Well, I had the same note as Alan Mark about getting like idol vibes from this, and really getting "Oh My God"、uh, from the song and the video.、Uh, specifically, the chorus of the song just reminded me a lot of the verses of "Oh My God," where there's just that the keys playing, and then just it's pretty kind of simple with just kind of standard sounds like keys, drums, and bass, and then. Uh, I, but I really like the chorus.、Uh, I, I really like the song, and I think I liked it the more I listened to it. Even though I was just getting, even though I like knew the sound as you were saying, it's very familiar.、Um, there are a couple like instruments that I like in the bridge. They bring in a synth bass, but overall,、mm. like there's, it's not a complicated like song instrumentally.、Uh, And I, I I do like 
songs that do that. And I think for this song and a number of the other songs, they really let the vocals shine. Um, and I have to say, I, I after listening to this one, I was just thinking there is not a weak vocalist in the group. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have to talk a little bit later about line distribution uh, oh, throughout I have I have a note about that. We can mention <laughs> oh, during the, okay. the um the music video because I feel like it ties into okay. that. But but yeah, I mean you mentioned it's not a complicated like arrangement or anything like that. But it were like the elements they use to sort yeah. of add depth really work. Like you mentioned the uh d- the that like bass that they added in the yeah. bridge. I really like that touch because it just changes it a little bit. Um the descending piano they added the choruses I thought was just like really pretty and I mm-hmm. thought that was just like a nice element um, that sort of adds to the haunting nature of uh, of yeah. the song um, and also one last like music note that I have I love Yuki's raps in this I think she hella rips it in both of her uh, verses so um, yeah. yeah yeah I I kept like Saying, "Wow, this is this kind of reminds me of Soyeon," but then I I wanted to like avoid continuing mm-hmm. to compare them yeah. to Idol, oh, even though I for, think it's kind of it's a compliment. Yeah. For me, I actually get more Ellie from EXID vibes from her oh, a little bit. Just like I tone of voice and like sort of how she enunciates it a little bit. Um, it's mostly in this and maybe like one or other song mm-hmm. I get it from. I think I think for me, I was. It was like the rhythm. It felt like something Soyeon would write. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys want to talk about the music video? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, where to start? Where to start? Okay. Um, uh, did you understand what the what the theme or what the message or the you know, the storyline of the music video was, I was having a hard time. There was like, uh, some people were on the chair with roots coming out of them or, you know, strapping them down. And there was like a weird guy with like a, an animal head, but his abs were showing. Um, uh, they were dancing. Um, I'm trying to remember each element, but um, I have no idea what I watched story-wise. <laughs> Did you guys get any sense like with the poison aspect or anything like that, like what the concept was with this. Uh, aside from you know dark, I don't know if it's like a literal poison sort of thing that they're trying to convey. I think it's more like who they are and the what they their attitude or just their talent is gonna be sort of a a poison that spreads and infects like the sort of mm, I guess K-pop okay, okay. industry until they're the ones that are sort of on top and the, have the crown in a mm. way. Um, that's, I know, that's what it makes it seem like to me. Uh, and there are a lot of like sort of mystical elements to this as well. They had that little like, like image, that circle thing that they made when she dropped the dust on it and stuff. Um, mm. So I don't know how fantastical this is going to end up fully going, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I oh no go ahead, oh, Steve. Like and also in some of the solo dance shots they had that like head with like the Medusa head. Oh yeah. yeah. I thought that was that was really cool. And then it was just black uh every every the whole scene so limited lighting in that. So that looked really cool. But uh I guess I didn't really get the story, but 
um, I I was feeling like there was they would be they're like preparing for like a human sacrifice. Like I like the occultish imagery of it. Again, oh man, okay, I kept keep getting I kept thinking about the oh my god video because of like purple and like kind of violet. Um, but yeah, I like. That just the way I did like the the goat mask though. It was just yeah, it's so interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so many uh, so many elements of this video that I was trying to piece everything together. Like every time I was watching it, and yeah, I I would be taken out of what I the enjoyment of the video, but not in a bad way, but just in a like a oh okay, what am I watching? Like what is this? Like there's there's like um. Yeah, there's there's definitely um, similarities with a lot of the groups that we've covered and a lot of groups that are currently present. I don't know if I was getting like Dreamcatcher vibes from them, like uh, aesthetically, um, because mm-hmm. I know uh, a cult is very popular with some of the the dark uh, the groups that tend to lean dark. Yeah, but um, it's nice but to I, see that you don't need a uh, appropriative name of the group to do this. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Unless there's something with exclamation points, I'm not sure. Um, the the thing I was saving though, um, and I don't know if you guys want to jump into it right away, is just the performance, mm-hmm. the like the expert level cali- like the expert level dance formations. Like the dance faces, just the the uh, the general like vibe. I know we keep thinking talking about vibe, but it's just the easiest way to describe every single like like you know when you just get that like feeling deep inside of you, like oh, like what, like where did this group come from? Like who who taught them to be this? Um, uh, perf- you know, they just have so much attitude. Um, and so much like badassery and the, 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 I couldn't get the formations out of my head. They were just so clean with their movements and so many variations with the, with the hand gestures and just, um, I mean, we, you guys are talking about line distribution. I want to talk about how they distributed themselves cleanly in their lines of their formations. (laughs) (laughs) See, you didn't see I was going. Yeah. Didn't see where I was going with that, but um, but yeah, some some of the formations that I, I caught uh, were um, when the spider imagery came out, and mm-hmm. then they did that. Um, they kind of did like the level shifting, where some of them would be like bending uh, on their uh, like with their knees, and then kind of like doing these weird spider shift, like left and right shifting, and then they would like alternate. Um, that was cool. Um, they did a lot of uh, what I like to call world of dance uh, formations, which is where everyone has to get into like some central location and then kind of create some sort of um, bigger, like like some sort of imagery where everyone looks like they're connected, but they're all like different elements. So it's kind of like the part where they kind of scoop their hand up, but like so cleanly that it just flowed together and oh it was so good and um um i don't want to take too many of the uh the dance moments but uh one one last one i wanted to call out was the cool like 
uh, thing they did with like the what I what I'm calling the birds of paradise, which was where they took their hand. That's and, my favorite um, flower. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They uh, they pinched the index and the thumb finger, and then they kind of like whipped it around, like did some tutting. Not really tutting, but you know. Some like pop and lock movement. Anyway, I was just so impressed with the dancing of this group, like right off the bat, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I, I, uh, I d- like dancing. Obviously, is a huge component to music videos and performance. But man, this video really highlighted a lot of the dancing, a lot of the performance. So I, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but I, I, I really w- want to watch like a dance practice or a performance. Uh, version of this uh, music video because I, I feel like it, it'd be really fun to see how clean they are as a group. Yeah. The dance practice was released yesterday or Tuesday, uh, the 23rd. Oh, okay. So you could watch that. It's because uh, the music video, I feel like doesn't really do even the choreography that much justice, especially the dance break because there's so much like strobe light going on that like, I feel like you can't catch as much of the details in the, the breakdown, which is so clean and so precise. Um, but yeah, but uh, I guess this is a good transition to mention um, about the line distribution that I wanted to bring up as well. So uh, I'm sure, Stephen, you noticed it, but the line distribution on this song and I think almost every other song as well heavily favors sort of the the stronger vocalists. So like you'll hear a lot of Swan, Goan, Cheyenne, and of course Yuki with her raps. But um, I think where they make up for it is that um, the screen time distribution is so good that if you watch them perform and uh, like you wouldn't even notice it Um, because I think they're I don't know if they're like uh, if it was purposely meant to like be more of a one side's more vocal heavy while the other side's more performance heavy. But I mean, I mentioned there's three of them, Chayin, uh, Dosi and Ire, they're the ones that did the choreography to heart, My Heart Skip a Beat. But, like, especially Dosi and Ire, they, like, they work the camera so well that it's, you, can, you can't help but notice them no matter what. Um, uh, for reference, if you still haven't learned who they all are yet, they're the two blonde ones. Uh, Dosi is <laughs> the one with the short, like, cropped blonde hair. And then Ire is the one with the, the long hair with the bangs in Ponsonia. Um, then Cheyenne's the one with like the brown with the, the blonde streaks in it too. Um, those three are just incredible dancers. I mean, they're all incredible dancers, but I feel like gravi- I visually gravitate to those the most. And I think that's sort of where, um, yeah, I feel like they just, the strengths are there. So use the people with those strengths in the places that they're the strongest. But at least, like, know when to highlight people at the right times. Um, so that's why I don't mind the poor line distribution as much because, like, everyone's gonna, as long as everyone gets a chance to shine somehow, then I'm like, I'm satisfied with how they, how they're uh, promoted. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I like when I saw. Doshi at cent- at the center, like mm-hmm. she was almost the only one I would look at because mm-hmm. her, her expression and just her her whole performance, I I would have to rewind it just, and then I would just look at her again because cause she was so like eye catching, really. Um, but yeah, I don't I I don't know if I have a bias yet, but like Doshi up there, 
And then probably I might have to compete with one of the like main vocals, I guess. But uh, oh, I would assume yeah. I would think Dosi would be one of Chuck's early biases for this group. Yeah, I, I was I was leaning towards that. Man, but yeah. you know what? I'm actually I think I'm leaning towards Swan. But that's just a early early. But yeah, I I I, I know I, I have to be uh the the beagle slash uh Machne of uh our group so <laughs> i i'm always gonna be biased towards whoever has to take because dosi's the Machne, right is that no the swan's the Machne. yeah oh then there you go see see <laughs> there you go that's why that's why i chose swan okay though loki um, the person that like is sort of the most impressive i think is chayan because she does a lot the she's she does the most songwriting She's done the choreography, one of the better dancers, and she's one of the like more highlighted vocalists as well. So like, I uh, thought that the, is the woozy of the group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought like that seeing her like name pop up and like her visually dance and sing too, it's like that's super impressive. And I think her voice sort of uh tone wise, uh not all the time, but would remind me a little bit of Chu once in a while too. So oh. Oh, I like that. That's a good. See, I, I get this now. Like, I, <laughs> I'm slowly <laughs> catching up to y'all. I know we started uh, how you can eat with me prefacing that um, I have a lot to catch up on, but man, I get it now. I, I get I <laughs> when I because like I was so bad with names uh, before we started this pod, and um, I I I've told Stephen I I think in our or I forget if it was Stephen or. Or you, Alan Mark. But I was just saying how I am doing a better job of like memorizing these people and like mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, uh, that was just a side tangent. Uh, yeah. Any last thoughts on uh, Poison? Um, no. Nope. I I did think it was really cool during uh, one of Yuki's verses where she was killing it already with the verse. But when she was doing the choreography, her jacket kind of like. Um, slid off her shoulders a little bit, and I thought that was like the coolest, like attitude kind of <laughs> things. That was, I don't know, it's just performance wise, this group is just 100% like so good. So, um, that part stuck out to me, and yeah, I think I noticed that too. Yuki might be one of my early biases, it's either her or going for me. Yeah, I checked the uh, I forget which uh, blog site, but the general consensus for. For whoever did vote is uh, Yuki being old bias for or top bias for this group, oh, or at least yeah. a lot of people like Yuki. So, mm. yeah. yeah. So you're you're not alone in that uh, yeah. that sense. I, I have seen a lot of people also just shout out Dosi for just like mm. s- sticking out a lot. But I mean, all of them, all seven of them, are so impressive that like you can't go wrong biasing any of them at this point, even though they're know, it's just their debut. <laughs> Oh, if you're I'm reading, telling you if, you, if you want to help choose your bias, though, like back in July or August, they released like individual like pre-debut uh, videos for each person doing like, I don't know if they're original songs or covers, but um, yeah. And like they had each a different feel or vibe. So that could help you decide if how to decide a bias. I'll send you the link. Okay. You can know you could also go by their emoji apparently. Oh yeah, they have they emojis. Have assi- assigned emojis. Yeah. So oh, that's kinda cool. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, um, I went I, I don't took, know if you have a favorite animal. <laughs> but yeah, I I went on a deep dive yesterday to learn everyone's names so I could be ready for today. And like 
it just made me more and more impressed with this group. So, all right, uh, is it all right if uh, we talk again? Uh, talk about uh, the album again? Yes. Yep. All right. Well, let's talk about the third track. Can we talk again? Uh, I guess I'll kind of start. Um, this reminded me of this. This, if you told me this was a Red Velvet song, like when they were trying to be all, um, like neo soul R and B kind of style, uh, Red Velvet, I would have I would have believed you because this. The the music itself or the song itself was so cool and so smooth and I I always love that sort of sad sad type of um, slow beat when it comes to um, R and B and soul and yeah I I I'm trying I, I'm gonna do a re listen while we uh, talk about the song again but I I just remembered um, thinking how yet again this was such a like this didn't make any sense to me that this was a recently debuted uh, group because this was another song that was mixed and produced so well and each instrument to me um just i could hear I, i could hear everything in my ears um the whole time and it was just so it had such just um I don't know. Just uh, every single element of the song had so much soul um, to me, and even the the singing. I like because I wasn't ready for the R and B version of this group, and like when it hit me, I was like, "Oh, okay, come on, come on, guys!" Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> like, did you really? Ha- did y'all have to really start off so well? Um, um, but we'll, we'll talk talk more about another song because there's one song that is not really misfit to me but it could have been close mm-hmm. um maybe you guys can uh, figure that out but steven uh, what did um what were you uh, thinking when uh when you went from ponzonia to this song like what like yeah how did how did this song kind of hit you yeah well this was the first song i'd heard from of theirs i remember i'd actually mentioned that this one as a pre-debut single during a couple weeks ago, one of like during my segment, and I I remember saying like if you like Red Velvet, I think you would like this group. Oh, and then like yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I definitely I wonder if they're gonna do like their purple side and then their kiss side where they don <laughs> Ooh, like yeah, leather yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they have like tongue <laughs> extensions. <laughs> yeah. like, I was oh, waiting for somebody to reference that. Yeah, like they're <laughs> gonna do like their prince, is... their prince side, and then their Gene Simmons side. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, uh, just do purple kids. <laughs> 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 but um, a lot of what you said. I mean, I agree. I love the song. Um, again, I think the instrumental allows the 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 vocals to shine really strong from everyone. I think all the instruments. The, they're all just like none are out of place none are like take away or distract from any other part um i i thought cheyenne's lines were really good even i think though she had a fewer lines all of them she was i think she was my favorite on this song even though she kind of had a scant uh scant view um but this is like I'm rethinking now how I feel about the line distribution <laughs> because I did note 
that Doshi and Jian like didn't have any lines in this. Oh, yeah. This is, so, I mean, oh. I think this is more like a a, a unit like pre debut song. Um, oh, yeah, because okay. Jian, Doshi, and uh, Ire don't have lines in this, but they still, um, yeah. What is it? They still lip sync the, the lyrics in the music video, but yeah, the it's only really going Yuki, Cheyenne, and Swan that sing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like even with I'm, I'm still like okay with that. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just really I would love to see a live with live vocals or a stage oh, with live I vocals. I mean, if if I got to see this in person, that I, that would that would, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Alan Mark? Yeah. Did you uh, what what kind of uh, vibes were you getting from this song? I mean, I already kind of knew to brace for a Red Velvet vibe because Stephen mentioned that during uh, um, when he mentioned it during one of your mm-hmm. specials in in February, um, and yeah, that's what I get like sort of, especially with their last single being Psycho. It, it could have fit perfectly on an album with that song, um, but. I don't know. It was interesting also hearing this album, uh, like last week, where both this album and Weekly's album came out. Because I feel like uh, Purple Kiss is more like the red side of Red Velvet, and Weekly's the red, the uh, velvet <laughs> side. Purple Kiss is the velvet side of Red Velvet, and Weekly's the red side of yeah. Velvet. So it's nice having both because I haven't, we haven't had all full Red Velvet in a long time. But yeah. I digress. Um, with this song specifically, though, like yeah, I think you already mostly mentioned a lot of things, but. Like I love the bass on this. It is so gritty, especially compared to all the other instruments, which just um, that contrasting texture versus the smoothness of the vocals and synths, uh, especially in the outro when it's like j- like when it's more bare and the bass really comes out. I think that fits. That's like that hits right in the pocket of like where I love music. Um, and yeah. Um, also, I also mentioned because this did have a music video, um, Rose has some competition when it comes to being sad with oh, cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, that was Ire uh, crying driving and then oh. getting out and <laughs> running. <laughs> running from the car? Yeah, yeah, but from a parked car. <laughs> mm, okay. They have a reaction video of them watching the video. Like oh, it's of, really uh, funny, yeah. Of, of themselves, uh, Blackpink. The, oh, oh, oh uh, purple. Yeah. yeah, watching themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um. Cool. Uh. You guys want to try and squeeze skip skip before the break, or do you guys? What do you think? You, you already brought it up. Time? Might as well. Let's do it. Sure. <laughs> okay. Skip skip. We we're, we well clearly we're not going to skip skip fourth track of the album. So. Uh, if we're going with the comparisons trend, I would say for me that this song was, is kind of trying to be the, uh, I don't want to go as far to say it's like trying to be the Blackpink track of uh, this group, but it's, you can definitely get a sense that this is the, the, you know, the... Try, like, uh, try, trying to be the um, sort of confident badass versions of themselves and you can tell especially with the um, 
the chorus itself it's it's very hard hitting like a lot of the, the 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 lyrics that are coming at you especially with the uh the, whenever whenever the skip skip hits it's like very it, it to me it feels very powerful you know it, although it's like a very um uh what am i trying to say it's it's a very um catchy phrase uh in, in itself but yeah i i don't i don't know if i necessarily i i i enjoyed listening to it i didn't skip skip it for sure and i don't think i would if i were to listen to it again but for me i i i don't i tend to not like the songs that are obviously produced to be that kind of uh radio friendly versions of um or sorry the radio friendly tracks um it it has a lot of production behind it obviously um and almost to its detriment um it, for me it's really the i what i what i like to call the jason derulo elements to it and for this one it's like the weird like almost um i i don't know what instrument it is but it's it's what you would kind of use for a snake charmer or if you were a snake charmer that kind of long winded flute uh instrument and um i don't know if you guys caught that uh elements of the song but that that the, every time i heard that that kind of reminded me that okay i'm listening to a song that's made for pop ears and and yeah i coming off of uh ponzonia and can we talk again i i found myself wanting to just backtrack and go back to those songs again um and so in a way i guess i was trying to skip skip this song huh okay alan mark what about you were you uh skip skipping um yeah. So I would say that this is my least favorite song on the album. Even though, like, I've seen a lot of people like say that they like like this is the favorite. I think generally, but um, but for me, it is my least favorite. Uh, mainly because uh, my the biggest note of detriment I think is that the transitions in and out of the rap verses themselves sort of mess with the pacing for the song for me. Um, so I'm always like makes me conscious of like that i'm listening to this song sometimes a little too conscious sometimes um but yeah but otherwise like i still wouldn't i wouldn't skip this because i think they're the pieces themselves are enjoyable to listen to i think just as a unit yeah you mentioned it might be a little overproduced too and has that sort of um reggae influence that um is very common nowadays apparently uh because i feel like we keep bringing it up but um, yeah, that's why like it's definitely lower down compared to everything else. But um, I don't necessarily think it's a, a bad song per se. Um, it mm-hmm. sort of reminds me of BTS's Airplane Part 2 uh, between the cadence of the melody and the trap hi-hat in the background. So um, if you listen to those back to back, you might get the same vibe too. I, I was, I think one song I was thinking of was... Coco Pop by yeah so, like but I, I didn't listen to it I was just remember it was just based off just the feeling I had when I first heard that one um or when I, I guess what I know of it uh but I will say also this is my least favorite on on the album um again I don't think I would skip uh skip skip this one either <laughs> just, <laughs> but it's see how many it's times just like not uh yeah, it, it's 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 fine. Uh, one thing I actually didn't like were 
the the one part with the horns they introduced them it they just mirrored the the melody that was mm. sung there but they i thought they would keep them in for the rest of it which would make sense but then they they just put it in for this small burst but i i didn't really like them i felt they were they didn't add or they were an addition but they didn't add value for me i guess mm. yeah i think you but you guys covered generally my my feelings about this song Nice. Yeah, it's sort of like just a, it's a song that you just continue playing so that you get a nice break between Can We Talk <laughs> yeah. Again and Hello, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, which I am looking forward to talking about. But I think we're going to be talking about that after the break because uh, I don't know if either of us need to take a pee break. But if we do, we will definitely be going to the <laughs> the, the pee side as well. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I had to bring that up every single time, but the but this is your side. chance. This is your chance to either go to the B side or the P side. So we're going to let you take that chance. Uh, stick around. Uh, we have a game brought to you by me, and uh, just so you know, I forgot I had to come up with a game this week. So this game was brought to you thirty minutes before we started mm-hmm. recording this show. So it's going to be exciting. So. Um, take a little break, uh, listen to the fun music uh, middle sound that I'll play, and uh, we'll see you all on the B-side. Welcome, everyone, and welcome back to the B-Side. As you know, by now, it is... Wait, is this 17? No, I think this is game 18. This is no, eight. no. Well... 18? Oh. Yeah, no, this is game 18. Well, I, I say I say 18, meaning the 18th episode. <laughs> but it's brought to you by me, of course, and it's, it's, it's going to be... I would say it's going to be a hard one, so... We we've been really nice to each other, and we've we've made it somewhat easy and given everyone a fair chance. But I didn't even come up with a tiebreaker because I think it's going to be that hard. So if you guys tie, then boy, I'm going to have to come up with something really quickly. So what game are we going to play? Your mission. Oh, they're looking at a PowerPoint, by the way, everyone. Your mission. Correctly identify the groups to their songs. Mm, okay. But how are you going to do that? Like, what's the, what's what's going to happen? It can't be just you know me playing and you guessing the group, right? That's right. In honor of the debut of Purple K exclamation point SS, you only get a short window to gain an initial impression. Meaning, I will play the first 10 seconds of each song. You must match the group to that song. Okay? All right. Now you're wondering, what's the theme? Well, just like Purple Kiss. Oh, well, <laughs> good, good, good luck. As, uh, as, uh, as the bad guy in Taken would say, good luck. 
All right. Now you're probably thinking, what's the theme of this game? Hmm. Okay. Purple kiss. Purple kiss. Ah, yes. You are correct in assuming all the groups that you will have to pick from have colors in their name. Ooh. So go ahead. Take a second. Oh, no. <laughs> Take a second, write these group names down. So for the listeners, I will, I will say them out loud in alphabetical order. Um, I will say there are 13 songs. Wait, one, two, six. No, there are 11 songs <laughs> um, and only one group per song. So okay. no doubles and no red herrings. Each of these groups will have a song. So... For the listeners, while they're writing it out, it's A-Pink, Black-Pink, Brown-Eyed Girls, CN Blue, Grayish, Orange Caramel, Pink Fantasy, Purple Beck, Rainbow. I'm considering seven colors as one color. All the colors. <laughs> All the colors. <laughs> Red Square. And lastly... Red Velvet. Okay. So I'm going to play the very first 10 seconds. Some of them might be recognizable. Some of them might not be. But your job is to tie a group to each of the songs I'll play. I'll play the intro maybe two or three times. So I'm going to stop sharing this. You guys good? Yeah. uh, The names? Okay. Stop sharing. All right. Now I'm going to share just my audio. Okay. All right. Are you guys ready? We'll see. Yep. All right. The first 10 seconds, remember. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Let's hope they say their name in the first 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Me too. They might say the title of the song, yeah. so that might help you out. So. <clears throat> Who in our area? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a pink in our area. In our area. <laughs> okay, here you go. First song. Are we... Oh, okay. No, no, no. You, you, you both are going to be playing at the same time. Okay. Whoever gets the most points wins. Are we just uh. shout it out. No, no, no. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I will do the honor system. You guys just score yourselves, and um, <laughs> yeah, just for fun. Okay, here we okay. go, man. That's it. What? <laughs> I can be pink. I can be purple. <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yes. Thank you, Steven. That's the correct song. Oh, Steven's going to win. Right. <laughs> Steven's got it. Steven, Steven knows that song. <laughs> All right, Alamark, would you like me to play it one more time? No, just do it. Just do it. Okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> next. <laughs> All right. Next oh, song. Song number two. Not bad for coming up with it 30 minutes before the yeah, uh, recording, good. right? No agonizing over this one, so that's good. <laughs> All right. Track number three. Or any repeats for that one? I think you guys got that one. Yeah. You saw I hope dancing. you guys got that one. Just so we could. Yeah. Play it again I so we could. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I should have I should have saved this game for the uh, live show. Okay, Tr- track number three. All right, you guys give it that. Yes. Cool. All right, next song. <laughs> oh, it's gonna come down to one question, and it was the first <laughs> was question. The first <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we know it's not gonna be a tie, unless <laughs> Steven, you forget one. All right, track oh, number. Oh, one, two. Track number five. Here we go. Okay. Oh, thank God I got to some lyrics. <laughs> Everyone go with that? I forgot yeah. how that's how that song okay. started. Here we go. Track number six. Track number seven. I don't think I need to repeat that song. That was a gimme. All right. Next track. Oh my god. Uh play that one again. <laughs> All right, track number nine. All right, track number ten. Okay, and our last song of the game. (laughs) (laughs) You guys remember that classic? All right. Well, I am not confident. I am not. I think I missed like some popular ones. Like ones I know. <laughs> oh, and no. There's four that I just completely guessed on. <laughs> yeah, I... 
do I have that many also or more? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Are you guys, okay? Okay, let's okay. Okay, so uh, the the boys got a chance to send me their answers, and I have double checked and seen which ones are correct and which ones are incorrect. I will let them. I will let them know that we do not have a tie and that we do have a winner. So, um, as I'll go by each song, and <laughs> they will, <laughs> and they. <laughs> And they will, <laughs> they will let me know, or they will find out whether or not they yeah. they are the winners just, or not. So, track gonna... number one, yeah, the song is called Stephen. What's the song called? Called Colorful. That's by correct. Red Square. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Alan Mark did not get that right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see if that that was the one question. That ruined Alan Mark. Okay, oh, no. we all know track number two, which is Abracadabra by Brown Eyed Girls. We all know track number three, which is Loner by CM Blue. Everyone's doing good so far. Oh no. Track number four. Of course, I know four. Track number four, Catalina mm-hmm. by Orange Caramel. Correct. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> What's track number five, we all know that because the song was uttered in the little <laughs> clip. Uh, but obviously, that's by A Pink. Okay, okay. Track number six is none other than Rainbow's A. A, um, a I would have been, <laughs> I would have been upset if you didn't, if y'all didn't get this next track. But yes, track number seven. Okay, so is... there are three I am not confident about. <laughs> Wait, I got this one tra- track number seven is, of course, Peekaboo Ooh. by Red Velvet. Oh, okay, okay. Now, here's where it gets <laughs> dicey. Here is where it gets dicey. Okay. Track number eight. I do not know how to pronounce it because it's actually in Korean, the song title. But the name of the group is Pink Fantasy. Oh, that's man, that's right. No. You you both got it incorrect. Oh, so I, just, I think it's oh yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so so two Wait, two oh. down for Alan Mark, one down for Steven. Oh, okay, man. we all know what yeah. the next track is. Obviously, it's playing with fire by by Blackpink. Now, the final two. Mm. <clears throat> Track number 10. The song is called Dreamline by the group Purple Beck. Oh. So, unfortunately, you both also got that incorrect. <laughs> so, Alan Mark, you have... <laughs> Alan Mark, you have two... No, you three. have three incorrect. Yep. Steven, you have two incorrect. Okay. I'm updating the air table right now. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, I prefaced this game saying that there is a winner, we all know that <laughs> we all know that one of you got this inc- the last song incorrect and one of you got it correct. And that is I'm happy to say Steven 
who correctly gressed <laughs> who correctly gressed that this song is by Goreish, uh, entitled "Kili Kili." What? Kili Kili. <laughs> yes, armpit in Tagalog. Kili Kili. Yes, that's correct. <clears throat> yes, I correctly guessed this from the many options I had left to <laughs> choose from. Very good. All right. Well, I'm so was, happy that you all played this game. <laughs> that was a lot of fun to come up with. Oh, congrats, Steven. I'm happy. I didn't win. <laughs> but also, that was stressful. <laughs> yeah. I, I threw in some easy, I, I threw a lot of easy <clears throat> classic ones, but it was those wild card ones that came out 2018, 2019. Yeah. You know? Don't know those. Those were the, I didn't even know them. So I know when Steven, Very when, good. You, when you got worried around uh, rainbows, Hey, I was, I was, like, I was yeah. like, ooh, is he going to get this? <laughs> this could be my chance. <laughs> yeah. Because it didn't sound like the rest, maybe. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, thanks, guys, for playing. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I want to play that again. Hopefully, I can find another common theme, a common category with a bunch of other groups. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised we're still finding new games to play. <laughs> Like, like every single week is different and so that's pretty funny um okay but um yeah i'm looking forward to steven's game next week oh, it will um, not be a new game probably just new a reuse yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, I feel I like, like i've set my games and i'll just yeah yeah because nice. like that, that's our that's i i tried to find my lane uh because steven your lane is uh musicality uh alan mark's lane is snacks bites quick ones food and then mine is just general trivia <laughs> just I, I i have a I, i'm the wild card so you never know what you're gonna get with me okay cool um I'm still thinking about tree ham taunting very proud of that one <laughs> Came from my brain. What, okay, how did you think of tree? What, what <laughs> caused you to think of tree? I, just uh, if you don't know, listeners, uh, uh, it's a reference to the game from last week. So, tree ham. <laughs> Talking what, about tree ham what, puts what, us what? over two hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just came to mind. I just like food, tree, ham. That's just the first food that came to mind. Yes. April's the one I've thought of. Uh, roast sausage, though. So, oh, oh. very good. <laughs> very very good. Okay, so. We have three more tracks to talk about. Track number five, track number six, and track number seven. So track number five, as uh, Stephen aforementioned, or uh, recalled in his uh, intro, it's entitled Hello. And like Alamark was saying, Skip Skip was kind of just the buffer from Can We Talk Again to Hello because I, I agree that... I also very much enjoyed this song. Um, uh, Alan Mark, do you want to kind of kick us off with our discussion with Hello? Yeah, yeah. Kind of um, lay the groundwork. I think out of all the songs, this is the one that gave the best first impression uh, for me. It's the one that stuck out the earliest amongst all of them. I mean, I already heard uh, Can We Talk Again beforehand, but for the new songs to my ears, this is the one. Um which is kind of weird because the vibe it is, it's a song that I would like in the early 2000s, I felt like it would have been cheesy coming from any like rock band at that time, like Evanescence or something. But 
Coming from a pop group in the 2020s, it sounds so good. I think melod. I love. I love it melodically. Um, I think. Uh, I think it's almost a perfect song. The one uh, downside to it is that I wish that the bridge was at least twice as long as it is. Um, because especially when you have a, a chorus like this, you want to take those breaks in between. The bridge wasn't a long enough break. But other than that, I love everything about this song. Um, mm. Yeah, like what I specifically want to point out is the second verse. There's just something about it uh, melodically, especially coming right out of, uh, I think Yuki starts it off with a rap and then Dosi comes in. There's something about how she sings the somebody, somebody said, and then following that up the next line with the Gutero, Gutero, like that rhyme rhythm pattern and that melody, it is, it, it's nothing, it's like nothing else in this song. And I think that's why it sticks out so much because like it has a lot of uh, legato notes throughout, but that was the most like, besides the rap, the most staccato portion. And I, it just, it was a nice shift in melodic texture that I really like. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, vocally, we'll, we'll, I'll let other people talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I think what stood out to me were kind of the obvious parts. Like, I really loved every time they would say, sing hello, mm-hmm. just it rises. <laughs> and it's just so nice. It's, this is like one of those perfect songs where, where you're in your shower and you're like, holding so you're like pretending to d- sing mm-hmm. this because you can you can like kind of belt you want to you want to belt this one and you want to put on a, an expression like it it's yeah it's a really good song it kind of slows down from what we i mean that the the tempo from what we've heard up to this point and then uh the bridge is i really liked it too and the just the harmony that they, they sing at the end of it is so nice um mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it didn't take too many notes for this. I like the guitar tone throughout, mm-hmm. and then they brought in the acoustic at the end. But like, just really nice, really nice song. Um, <clears throat> okay, I also did not take too many notes on this song, but I did uh, want to point out that, well, one, that I agree with you guys completely, that is exactly everything i was thinking about with this song um some just quick notes that i just wrote on my uh on my word doc for this uh album i i i liked how that the tone of the guitar was giving me like it's funny you mentioned like if i heard this from like an evanescence group or anything like that um Mm -hmm. um i was thinking that's i think that's what i gravitated to like from the get-go with the song, it kind of brought me back um, nostalgically to that kind of um, that that easy feeling, that just feeling of calmness and feeling of um, serenity. And I, I think that uh, that that laid the groundwork for the rest of the song because I felt like that the entire time. I just felt like it was. I don't know the line distribution, obviously, but. It felt like I got a good, like I good, got a good variety of um, vocals throughout this song, and like it was even. Uh, I don't remember the specific notes about Yuki's rap part, but even 
she kind of felt nice and subdued with her rap, and it was just like, you know, uh, not, not not as like harsh, obviously. But um, but again, the 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 song that I was thinking of when you mentioned uh, the, the the taking you back, it was really just the intro to Amber by Three Eleven, mm. and like that was just. I was just come. That was just in my mind the whole time, and I was just uh, what I imagined was just. I don't know if it was like the ocean. It obviously because that's what you listen to when you're surfing or something like that, or if you're watching Fifty First Dates. Sorry, yeah, Fifty First mm-hmm. Dates. Yeah, that's that's the name of that Adam Sandler movie. But peanut butter cups. <laughs> you're gonna eat that. Um, so yeah, I I, I think. The if if we're talking about things about the song that I wish, uh, you know, could have been better. I, I think for me, I didn't really need that crescendo at the end where it felt like okay, now everyone's here. Let's all sing as loud, but it's not going to sound loud because you're going to have that juxtaposition of that still that clean guitar and like some percussion on it, but. I think for me, I could have done without feeling like I needed to belt in that way. Um, uh, Like, I didn't really need it to turn into like a ballad, so to speak. Um, But I, I I mean, it's it's the end of the song. You know, it's it's probably what you how you should end a song like that. Um, Just so it has a good um, exclamation point uh, as noted in their you know mm-hmm. band name obviously yeah. but yeah i i will agree with alan mark that this was a very very incredible lo- lovely song and i very much hold this in high regards to can we talk again as far as mm. uh, favorites on this album so, yeah I th- yeah yeah i i liked the way it ended i felt i thought it was pretty like natural for this kind mm-hmm. of song. Um, I th- was just thinking, I was saying how this slowed down the the tempo, but maybe I think like that energy is maybe a better term. Cause like, can we talk again was a slower song, but I mm-hmm. think just thinking, I don't know, kind of it's ha- it's had a different mood from the songs that preceded it. So I think I will just make that little uh, correction. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, that, that's okay. it for me. All right, sweet. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, do we want to just jump right into My Heart Skip a Beat? Yeah? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I need to sit on this song a little bit. Because at first... Blush, I did not really like this song. I I don't know if I would... Because like you guys were mentioning that Skip Skip is your least favorite. I would personally... I think I would put this song below Skip Skip. And this for me was the misfit of the al- album. <laughs> wow, where wow. it just Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I needed to, I needed to call back oh, the misfit. We didn't and mention so it last week. I, I, no, oh, no, we no. did, we did. Oh, we did? No, I thought we did. I I thought, like, Steven made, like, one quick comment. Did I? Just, uh, oh, wait, okay, I don't oh, remember. I don't okay, remember. okay, no, no, nobody check oh, us no. on that. Just assume yeah. we did. 
Uh, so this is my misfit, and I'll tell you why. Because it came out of nowhere. It has. It, there's no cohesiveness with the rest of the album. Um, I thought it was too. Um, the, I thought the sound was a, a bit dated. Meaning, um, it sounded. It, it reminded me of like mid two thousands K-pop, where. Like heavy on just, um, just heavy on the instruments and like instruments that like make it make make the song try to sound larger than it really is. Um, and I could have done with I could have just accepted the song as as it was as it was being presented. Um. Uh, but really, the, the the cherry on top of what took it over the edge was the chorus for me, and I think just the fact that the chorus, <clears throat> sorry, that the chorus like tried to switch to like a, a again, I hate to bring uh, Dreamcatcher up, but it tried to try to switch it quick, uh, switch to that like metal rock. Um, like new rock type uh, sound, um, I think for me it just didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel like what I was, like what the album or what the package was trying to present to me, and so that's why um, it's not as bad as Misfit as a song. But I think the effect or like the reaction I got from Misfit is really why I'm bringing it up mm-hmm. as the Misfit of the song, and so. Um, yeah, it, it it it. That's why I say I, I think I need to sit on it, but I don't know if I'm going to sit on it for that long, um, mm-hmm. because I'm 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 already, I, I like I said I, I love Hello and Can We Talk Again so much more that I would probably just want to go back and listen to those songs. Um, uh, uh, Stephen, uh, did you did you think this was um, your cup of tea? I guess, or did you did um, your heart skip a beat? Uh, I, I don't think it it skipped a beat. It was rather steady. And, oh, okay, okay, gotcha. But, uh, <laughs> I I also got Dreamcatcher in the chorus, as you mentioned. But like the opening, I was getting like like twenty one and like four minute in terms of kind of the attitude yeah. mm-hmm. and that sound. With that, like the heavy instruments, they're kind of in your face. Uh, so that that era, I was getting uh, in like the the first verse and I think the second verse too. But and then I was also getting like Blackpink, like right after the chorus, like they it sounded like yes. that could be uh, one of a Blackpink dance break. Um, so I was just thinking this the song was giving me kind of different different specific girl groups, um, but. I would probably be more likely to skip this one than skip skip. I even I don't think it's I don't know if it's my least favorite, but uh, yeah, I it, yeah I don't I won't listen to this as much. It's funny yeah. how uh, the songs with the the word skip in them are the ones that we're uh, <laughs> being very negative negative towards. It's it's almost like they knew. Uh, <laughs> Uh, was there anything about the song that you did like, or, well, or was I, it just did it I, sound like carbon copies? You know, like it was like them imitating. I didn't find think that it was imitation. It was just uh, like they were going for certain sounds uh, clearly, but uh, I liked the 
each part that it reminded me of, where it's reminded me of something else. Like I, I liked how the the, the chorus was it's more rock, uh, dreamcatcher like section. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, like the melodies didn't really stick with me. Um, and I think I have to say it's an interesting. I, I'm glad that they released this earlier. And I uh, would prefer if they like if they were going to promote another one from this, like a, a fourth song to like promote, then uh, I would want it to be one of the, the other ones that they haven't. Done. Yeah, it's in, this is the pre debut song, right? My my heart's. I think this. Be. I think this is the first one. First, the, yeah, pre debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting that they led with this because um, I would have thought that it was going to be another Dreamcatcher esque group. Um, but mm-hmm. I, after listening to this album, I don't get Dreamcatcher at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's like just little bits or like, you know, uh, aesthetically they're Dreamcatcher. But uh, yeah, I like I like the direction that they did take initially with this album. So it almost seems like the fact that this is at the very end, it's almost just like, you know, mm-hmm. just like a miscellaneous. Like they're not really trying to have this be... Uh, maybe they just wanted to give this song more love because they knew the other songs were going to be much better uh, in their eyes. Um, but yeah, Alan, Mark, did you uh, did you also skip this? Um, I would I would put this song above Skip Skip, but under all the other songs. When I, if I had to rank tracks on this album, but I do like this song. Actually, I think oh, okay. right now I am. I've sort of been back in a old like pop punk emo kick lately so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay that makes sense then. right in the mood where like both of my music worlds are combining into one a little bit um because i liked like that rap breakdown and how it transitioned back and forth from the rock to that more um gritty hip-hop like breakdown and then back to the rock but i think what works the best with this song is sort of the the music video that they put out back in November for this. It's actually a performance video, so like the the choreography is actually really good and oh. like I don't know, I, I don't know I, I don't know I don't think it will change your mind about the song, but it, it'll I think it'll help with just like what you think about the group as a whole because mm. I mentioned that uh this is the song that Dosi Chain and uh and um Ire is the um choreographed Mm-hmm. And like when I watched, I watched this for the first time last night and I was like, I kept rewatching it because I was really impressed with the performance. So, um, yeah, this definitely, I don't know if I'd skip it on the album, but I would definitely want to watch it more than I would listen to mm-hmm. it. All right. Um, yeah, I, I think we can safely skip this song and talk about our final track of the album, um, Period, which is a fun way to title the last song of her album. Um, because it really it really felt like a, to me at least, it did feel like a, a good ending point, um, a good kind of summation of, um, a summation of, I guess the group itself or maybe the kind of impression they want to leave because as far as like um, fandom songs goes, I don't think, I don't even think this, I would consider this a fandom. I don't think I would consider this like a big stadium track. Uh, maybe, 
And you know, maybe it could be a, um, you know, encore finale track, but um, I did like, uh, as far as ending songs goes, I very much enjoyed how powerful this sound, that that really heavy like drum that just uh, uh, would carry you throughout the rest of the song, just like the big big beat sound um and it, it just felt it felt very um yeah I, I would say it felt very empowering it felt very hopeful in a sense as well and i i don't necessarily have any call outs musically wise um but i will say that um this was a another great way to kind of see the range uh vocally uh with each of the members um, and uh, to hear that they can can do really powerful ballads, uh, which is what I, I consider this song being. And um, yeah, it's 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 very much it, it, it very much made me feel um, energized. And you know, like it was a really good punctuation point, or you know, mm-hmm. punctuation to this album. And so, yeah, um, Alan Mark, I. I, I'm curious to know um, how, what are your, your thoughts on this song? So for yeah, so I mean, you already sort of touched upon it, but like the the vocals on this are just so incredible. I think this mm-hmm. really features the um, like the ta- the vocal talent of this group a lot. Um, I don't recall what the line distribution looked like for this one. I'm sure it's still mostly. Uh, Gaia and, and Swan heavy and Chen as well, but um, I, I, I do recall picking out the other members as well. So um, they still were able to shine, but particularly I noted that Swan's voice is just incredible. Like she's so young, but then her talent is already so apparent um, that like it's really exciting to see how her just progression is going to go over time. Um, yeah, and I think uh, the vocals match the instrumentation very well. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it was very, I think, I mean, with a lot of the songs, but it was very. Uh, um, it was like a lot of reverb um, there, mm-hmm. which is really nice. It it adds an air of nostalgia while highlighting the vocals really well. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. And I think one last note that I thought was really cool. Um, in Yuki's rappers, the um, the hi hat it sounded like it was a ticking clock. I don't know if it would actually was a ticking clock sample or they just chose something that sounded like it. But it was really I, I thought that was a cool touch. Oh, cool! Yeah, I I agree. Like with what you guys said, um, a great ending. I like. I think this the credits for this they just gave it to like. The group, I think it said "Purple Kiss" in the in like oh, the track cool. list, uh, which was yeah, music and lyrics by the group. So, and that made me think that this this almost sounds even like uh, in tone and tonally, I guess it sounds like it could be one of the fan type like fan tracks. But I mm. think it is. It's not really lyrically that way. Um, but what I was getting from this was like the band wet um and like this sort of oh, wow. um this kind of period of 
music that you would find written about on like a music blog, like when those held a little more sway, like maybe wet and like some chairlift songs. Um, and I'd like, I like the vocals on this. I liked how they delivered them, them in a way where the lines tended to kind of linger. And I, I felt that they were trying to make a moment, like prolong a moment before saying goodbye. And like, I, just kind of trying to add some some more emotion to the, the lyrics, um, but it was really really pleasant song, uh, really like no just again highlighting how strong vocally all the members of this group are. So nice way to end it. Well said. Um, yeah, I don't have any other. Um... Do you, do, uh, do you guys have any other notes for if you want to go back and talk about any other songs or do you, are we uh, good to wrap things up? Are we good to go? Take this to go? I think we could put a period to the, at the end of this sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so it looks like our fun is closing up soon so I'm going to do one last call um, for the group. Um, shout out to whoever, whoever wants to say anything, I guess. Yeah, uh, I, I think earlier I had mentioned I had some final thoughts, which I, I've summarized um, from... Th- there's a movie quote that I looked up, uh, and I <laughs> I had to... I changed it a little bit. I don't even know if this is a memorable line from this movie. I inserted things so it's relevant to what we're talking about, but it the quote is... Uh, Purple Kiss is the best thing to happen to K-pop since Stacy. Uh, the original <laughs> quote, the original quote is, "You're the best thing to happen to baseball since Cracker Jacks," and that's. And this line was said in the 1993 Daniel Stern directed film Rookie of the Year, and. <laughs> That's how I feel about this group. They're so impressive. Songwriting, dancing, singing, uh, everything about them. Um, I, I will make an early call. Like, I, I don't know. But that's, I, I think they're just so, so good. Um, and I cannot wait to see what else they do. You should have gone last. I, you knew you had this gold uh, nugget of a quote. Okay. Oh, you should have just found some way to like redirect it to us just so that you can <laughs> you can put the uh, exclamation point on our discussion but uh, i i will i will agree with you steven that this i did not expect just like um uh who was who it was it one ho uh who, who was it that like caught us off guard um was it one ho no no was it who did we talk about last week it was one ho right no woods woods um woods Woods, it you was were, Woods. You were, oh, you no. on the one who episode. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confusing my W, uh, my W guys. Okay, sorry, Woods. Thank you guys. C- clearly, I listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, but just like with Woods, I had no idea coming uh, coming into um, Purple Kiss who they were, what they were going to be about, their caliber of skill, and it's just. It's just amazing, astounding. I, I, 
I, I, I said it in this uh, recording already, but I, I, if you told me that this was a comeback, I would have believed you because this is an unbelievable amount of talent, an unbelievable amount of um, professionalism right off the bat. And like they seem to have found their persona already. Each of the members, they have figured out um, aesthetically, it's almost like a, a best of both worlds or best of, um, uh, it, it's just like a, a a collection of elements that a lot of pe- like that are liked in a lot of groups and they've found some way to kind of create their own package with this uh with this uh concept and with this um idea and with this group and it's just um like Steven was saying like I I will also make that early bet Whoa. that this this is going to be this is going to be a big group and this is going to be um they're going to be, I wouldn't say unstoppable, but the, it's 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 about time that we got like some sort of um, um because like I, I with with Dreamcatcher like they are incredible, but it almost seems like they're only incredible to like a certain subset of K-pop fans. When you have like groups like Blackpink and Twice, they are just. And uh, for us, it's Luna. Luna is our our uh, like I I well <laughs> I can't I can't let go of twice, but I I'm willing to put twice a peg down and put Luna because this obviously is a Stan Luna podcast, which is another thing we have to mention every single episode. But I will say that right off the bat, I I think this group is going to be huge, and um, I'm willing. I'm willing. I don't know what I'm willing to bet yet, but maybe it's a win for my win count oh, wow. that I'd give to Alan Mark. So that's how much I'm willing to bet. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I have to agree with you, Stephen. This this is, I, it's just an unprecedented amount of like talent, and like I I don't know why these groups these these members weren't snatched up with other groups or why they they did so well. Maybe they just needed some more time to marinade or uh, need some more time in the uh, the oven but it um it's 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 fantastic and so it's 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 great i i i can't say anything more yeah uh, uh man will i say that they're all the same things <laughs> uh, i will say though you don't have to i will say though but you you do have to pull a quote from uh, no, from a, an obscure, obscure movie. movie with uh, the guy who you're like is that jgl or is it that other guy oh god from <laughs> kidding kidding out this court looking up quotes from <laughs> dennis quaid's the rookie yeah. <laughs> 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 um yeah. no um i will say like i've mentioned on our uh what is it the the best of 2020 episode that uh, debuts always sort of not eluded me, but they never impressed me that much um, outside of um, the first one I mentioned was ladies code in 2013. And then Stacy last year. Um, I think now that this uh, podcast is giving me more reason to sh- actually look at and check out debuts. I feel like I could get better. Um, I guess opinions on actual debut songs as they happen. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I reflect the same sentiment that this is the like one of the most, if not the most impressive debut that I've seen that I've at least witnessed. So I'm really excited to see what else they do, especially if they continue a lot of this songwriting um, aspects of it, because what they what they do so far is already really good. 
It's and you can only get better uh, with age. I feel so. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, rookie of the year. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tip my hand it's too a, far that early, yeah. but it's it's, it's hard. hard. To say. It's going to be hard to top this. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and the rest of these coming months. So, but yeah. Um, I mean, if someone can, I'll be glad. I'll be glad to be right. It just means more good music. Better, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll easily put them in my top twenty rookies. Of the oh, oh whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh whoa! But yeah, like oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. But yeah, whoa, slow your roll. Overall, I do think RBW has really something special with this group. The vocal line incredible. The dance line is incredible and so charismatic. Um, and just the, the bangs the, line, the bangs line, <laughs> yes. <Yeah, it's just laughs> and yeah, the writing talent and at this stage of the career is impressive. So it's like. Yeah, I'm just only looking forward to what's coming up next. Hopefully, they they don't take too long until their next uh, comeback because I just want to see more. Oh, high praise, high praise. Oh, we, we, Al, Al, Mark, you have a lot of clips to pull from for the uh, the social <laughs> video uh, posts. Just just putting it out there right now. Just <laughs> it's just going to be us just hyping up this group and then hopefully not being let down. Yep. Okay. So, thank you everyone for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you enjoyed your meal and hope to see you next time. Uh, please make sure to check out our other episodes. We have a ton of them. As you've heard, we have 17 other ones and some bonus episodes. So, there's a lot of good content to come back to. And when you do, make sure to leave us a good tip. Uh, and you can listen to them on your all of your favorite podcast platforms. We're hopefully every. And if we're not, you can definitely email us. Uh, what's our email? Well, I'm going to let you know. You can follow us on all the socials at How You Can Eat. Uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and we're slowly making our way through TikTok. Um, I'm sure I'm going to mention this every episode, but uh, make sure to find Alan Mark's TikToks, give him more views because uh, we need to definitely uh, up his status, uh, up his uh, clout when it comes to K pop TikTok. Um, but like I mentioned, you can definitely email us and specifically Stephen. He is waiting to read your digital letters. He wants to respond to them and he wants he wants just to hear what you have to say. He wants to hear the uh, feedback you uh, have, any uh, ideas you have, any groups you guys want us to cover, anything we missed. Send it all. Send it all through our email. Howyoucaneat at gmail.com. We are check in that thing every single second so if you send it we will promptly respond back so make sure to email us please as soon as i figure out how to log in without uh, being declined by security i'll <laughs> read your emails everyone <laughs> i i thought that was pretty funny by the way yeah. right? i was like oh my god who's trying to hack our email <laughs> oh uh somebody from new, new york, york is trying to access oh, uh, block <laughs> <laughs> block that ip all right. Well, for Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. We are at one hour and 57 minutes recording, son. That's what I'm talking about. So long. Stay safe and see you yeah. next feast. Ready, set, go. Fill it purple <laughs> on the top. Let's go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, incredible. Oh. See you guys. Yeah.